0: Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Knowledge, Nonsense, and Reasoning.
1: Hey guys, it's Jonathan. It's Raul. This is uh, your host for Knowledge,
2: Nonsense, and Reasoning.
1: Just wanted to come in and t- t- tell you a little something about our little episode. Um, It's great, as, as
2: all of the episodes are. And if you haven't caught them, well, you can. With that said, today we're going to talk about some basketball. We're also going to be talking about uh, Travis Scott. Fortnite and how they've been teaming up to change the world
1: yeah man it's a pretty cool it's a pretty fun episode um a lot of a lot going on with the playoffs starting um damian lillard by the way is another topic of conversation raul is gonna come out and uh basically say how uh, completely wrong he was about this uh team that by the way just beat the lakers uh but enough about that we don't want to spoil the episode
2: so so guys sit back relax get some knowledge nonsense and reasoning flowing through your brain
1: and enjoy enjoy the show guys
2: this
0: is serious xm 145 slam radio
2: i adopted bento in 2010 from a shelter this cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard
0: Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit the shelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council.
2: 180
1: over 111, and I had a stroke. I couldn't speak or walk. This is high blood pressure. Get back on your plan. Go
0: to loweryourhbp.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. We'll be back with knowledge, nonsense, and reasoning on SiriusXM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. And then
2: I'd have one more question for him Did you take steroids? Did you take steroids?
3: Good Morning Amigo, weekdays 7 to 11, only on SiriusXM XM 145, Slam Radio.
2: Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station.
0: And now we're back with Knowledge, Nonsense, and Reasoning on SiriusXM 145 Slam Radio.
1: And welcome back, Jedi and Stormtroopers. Wizards and Trolls, and I
2: don't mean the ones on the internet. Knights and Kings.
1: And everyone in between. This This
2: is is Knowledge, Nonsense, Nonsense, and Reasoning reasoning on Slam Slam Radio
1: Radio. on Channel 145 on SiriusXM, just in case you weren't sure. Thank you, Jonathan. I was so
2: lost without you. Almost like not having maps on my phone.
1: You'll be surprised how many people still get lost, and I don't mean on the way home, you know what I mean? I don't. Anyways, so Raul, how's everything, man? How's it going?
2: It's going well, can't complain. Sunny day in sunny Florida, you know, enjoying the weather.
1: It's good, man. The heat one, The yeah. to make you happy. It gets
2: me a little hot, absolutely.
1: Yeah, nice win over uh, Indiana, our little rivals right now, a little feud that we have with those guys.
2: Man. I'm very happy to hear that. Those guys in Indiana, I don't, I don't think that they like the way that we play ball over here.
1: And if I want to throw a really bad joke in there, I guess you could say that we got an eye for an eye with Victor Oladipo, huh? You know what I mean?
2: Oh man, absolutely, and totally unrelated. I hope Daniel Cormier's eye is doing better.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. So great win for the Miami Heat. We start off the um the um, the series one and zero. Couple other things that was going on in the NBA to start out the show. Let's uh talk about how Milwaukee went down to Orlando. Orlando's suffering three major injuries. Um, three superstar players that weren't playing and they still somehow manifested a way to beat Milwaukee. But I you know I think Milwaukee's pretty inconsistent, especially when it comes to the playoff times.
2: Especially in the playoffs. Shout out to Eric Bledsoe. Shout out to that guy. I think he's a great season player, but during the playoffs, consistently, he just he just doesn't seem to have it. And but I think that Milwaukee will bounce back. I don't know how sold I am on the uh, Orlando Magic, but you know what? It's 2020, so it all makes sense. And it's not like that's the only eighth seed that that uh came up. And to segue into that, I have to uh, I have to admit something. Um, I was completely wrong about Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you defended him. Mm-hmm. You you were a big you know fan. And uh, you defended and defended and defended. And I just said, these guys aren't going to do it. They're not going to make the playoffs. It's a joke. I was wrong. I was very, very wrong. Oh,
1: yeah. And I love it.
2: I was so wrong. You know, I love it when you're wrong. Oh, man, me too. Well, not when I'm wrong. But you know what? I got to admit it, right? (laughs) So I'm admitting because Damian Lillard killed it he did great i don't know what i'm talking about and he became the bubble mvp he willed that way that team we got cj mcconnell with a broken back you have Melo playing his i don't know 50 50 year
1: old season it's crazy you guys are dropping daggers out here baby fourth quarter daggers to to solidify wins out here bro but um but yeah, no, most definitely man. Who would have thought those guys I not me, certainly not me. Well, and to, you know, not to just completely uh
2: Well, you kind of did, bro. When when I said that Portland had no chance, you you defended them.
1: Well, I I have faith in uh, Damian Lillard and from from what I've learned from being a part of organized sports and watching organized sports for so long, um when you have a player of that caliber on your team, when you have um someone of that skill level, it makes you play better as 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 someone that's you know that's that's a supporting cast, and when that guy plays well, everybody plays well. He's one of those players that, you know, because there are a lot of players out there through through many sports, but let's like specifically basketball, that <clears throat> through through their greatness, it sometimes it's selfish. When when it comes to Damian Lillard, I've always thought that he's never been selfish. He's a true point guard and. I would, you know, maybe not a true point card because this guy drops 50 points on any given night. But in the sense that he gets his team involved, that when he's hot, he's hot. You know, when he's hot, he's hot. But for everybody out there, too, on that team, man, bro, shout out to them, bro. Those guys are playing lights out. CJ McCullum bringing with the playing with the freaking broken back. Basically, yeah. Like, dude, what is that? That's unheard of.
2: Yeah, man. And then you got Melo being basically your third star. But this isn't, you know, Den- Denver Nuggets mellow. This is uh, old man mellow, as I like to call them. But <laughs> but uh, it's all with love, for sure. But, yeah, it's I'm very surprised by by uh, what they're doing out there in Portland. And good for them. And then that upset win over the Lakers, not, not just making the playoffs, but that's a statement. What do you say?
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. And uh, I want you to know that, um, that Carmelo Anthony had the third most minutes on the um, on the on the Portland Trailblazers, bro,
2: and guarding LeBron.
1: Yeah, thirty-eight minutes. That the thing. only two ahead of him was CJ McCullough at forty-two, Damon Lillard at forty-three. So uh, I don't know all that, all that old man st- talk, bro. Because if you're an old man in the NBA, you're definitely not playing thirty-eight minutes. Shout out to LeBron. You know, <laughs> and even at that, bro, not a crazy night for him. Eleven points. Damon Lillard had the the night. Of course, as usual, thirty-four points. Adrian McCullen, twenty-one. Nurkic, man, I like that guy. I like that guy's play basketball. Very. Um, he has he has a great vision for center. Yeah. Oh well, great. Well, great
2: vision. Great. Great passing skills, especially down the lane. I think he does a great job. And 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 actually, this little bubble it is a blessing in disguise for Portland because if Portland would have would have gone through the season as you know expected, um, Joseph. Would Joseph Nurchik would not have been able to play? Because remember, he did have that big leg injury. Yeah. yeah. So so it's very interesting to see how the bubble goes for these guys. Um, and these teams that have players that weren't gonna be there or and are missing players. Shoot. Maybe Avery Bradley would have been useful
1: uh against Portland. Yeah, most definitely. Do you think so? Yeah, I think so. I definitely think so. Um, I definitely think so. But hey the, even at that, bro, you guys, you, they have a lot of people to make up the, the um, you know. But it all comes down to the supporting cast for the Lakers, man. You can't have us your starting point guard uh, or shooting guard, Danny Green. You, well, not even him. I'm I, oh, that guy, Caldwell Pope. He had one point. Caldwell
2: Pope had one point. He had
1: one point, dude. He shot oh for nine.
2: 0 for nine,
1: man. Dude, oh for five from three point land. This guy had one rebound, one assist. This guy didn't do anything. Played twenty nine minutes. Didn't do a single thing. Dude got one point. Danny Green had ten points. He McGee got a lot of cardio. points, bro. Of cardio. But then you look at LeBron James. That's forty one minutes, twenty three points, seventeen rebounds, sixteen assists. Like, what but, more do you want? Yeah, dude. And then Anthony Davis, twenty eight points, eleven rebounds. Like, bro, these guys played their light like lights out. But um, it obviously wasn't enough. And, you know, it sucks, it, you know, but shout out to Hassan Whiteside for jogging in seven points. Just goes to prove to us as he fans that he's extremely unreliable in the playoffs.
2: Come on, twenty-five million a year, seven points? Worth it, for sure.
1: Three to four shooting, eight rebounds, seven points, dude. Hassan Whiteside, ladies and gentlemen, this is Knowledge, Nonsense, and Reasoning, and we support hassan whiteside <laughs>
2: <laughs> we support the trade of hassan whiteside for sure
1: so let's talk about you Uh you one of your favorite players in the nba at this current moment uh make getting it done against okc yeah you, what do you think about that bro i'm not surprised dismantled or was someone was some a word that someone
2: dropped what what was it 37 37 points. 37 bro. points i'm not surprised at all and hey OKC okay, was not even supposed to be there. That had a 0.2% chance to even make the playoffs at the beginning of the season. So let me just put that out there uh, in better numbers for you. The average American, any American, has a 1.8% chance of becoming a millionaire, no matter where you come from. These guys had a 0.2% chance of making the playoffs. So for all you... Listeners at home, you have a better chance of becoming a millionaire than making the playoffs being part of the Oklahoma City Thunder. And they did it. They effing did it. And they and did it. And they did it. So more power to them. But yeah, bro. Harden, come on. Harden's going to ball out. You got Westbrook too with something to prove. This is the team. Well, that left.
1: Russell Westbrook didn't play. Really? He didn't play the first game? Look at that. And they still, they still, uh, once again, the word that I saw all over uh, the internet as far as articles. Talking about the game, the word was dismantled, guys. The Do you Houston think they they come back? Who? Okay, see? They'll, yeah. they'll come back. They'll win one. They Do win you think two. they win one? Yeah, for sure. I think they win one. At least one. They might only win one, but they'll win one. For sure. That's a good team. This It's just hard when all your players are young. Yeah, man. Those guys... uh once you get to that, that like that, you know, playoff basketball, just like how playoff baseball and playoff football, for the love of God, playoff golf—I don't, even, I don't think that exists—but playoff cricket, whatever. All of that is an—it's it, it, another level of playing, bro. The game intensifies that your persona, your chakras, everything, everything. Your chakras. Everything becomes different, dude, and and you know, some of these players are just. Like you said, Eric, but so they're seasonal players. They they strive throughout the regular season, but then once they get to the playoffs, it's not exactly the same show that they give you throughout the regular season. OKC has been doing great throughout the regular season. I, I saw it firsthand when they dismantled the Heat you when know, in the bubble. And granted, we were up by like 20 going into like the third quarter, like almost like 30. But it is what it is. Those guys are scrappers. That's why I say that though. I saw it firsthand watching them play the Heat. He were up at like 20-something, almost 30 points, going in like midway through the third quarter. These guys came back and won. So those guys are fighters, man, and they'll come back and win. Now, do I think they win the series? No, I'm not a Houston fan, nor do I like James Harden, but let's come on. They did this without Russell Westbrook, and you could say whatever you want about Russell Westbrook, but when that guy's on the floor, the energy that he brings, even if he doesn't ball out, the energy that he brings to the table is another level of of energy of tenacity, bro. And imagine you have him to be the guy that covers that guy, bro. You're not scoring anything that night. Not cuz he has great defense because you got to just keep up with the guy.
2: You're going to be out of breath, you're going to be tired and even for him not balling out is still a triple-double. This guy did it for 3 seasons straight.
1: Wild, well son. Well that 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 that
2: that is ex- that is insane that that's the, you know the goals the that type of standards that we set for these players. 3 straight seasons with triple-doubles and still people you know just don't even respect the name sometimes it's crazy it's crazy to me
1: no it's wild it's completely wild talking about lack of respect
2: Porzingis getting kicked out of the game against the clippers Uh, apparently the uh the twitter sphere seems to think that the refs were uh playing for playing for the clippers ah i don't know about all that
1: i disagree with that completely um I think that a decision needed to get made to control that game so it doesn't spiral out of control so they did what they had to do. Um it's playoff basketball man. Uh but at the end of the day they're just doing their job. Yeah. Like they're not leaning any other way they're doing their job. They didn't want this to escalate anymore. They did the first technical was whatever, you know. The second one it's a technical. It is what it is, bro. He came in. He put his hands on another player, pushed him away. I get it. He was looking out for Luca. He was looking out for his dog, bro. He was looking out for his boy. Like, you know, we go play basketball on the street, and you do that for sure. You know, Raul would definitely do that for me. But at the same time, it's like, dude, you're a professional basketball player. You're you're in the NBA playoffs, isn't? They didn't make the playoffs last year, so this is the first time they make the playoffs as a unit. You gotta control your, you gotta control your anger, bro. Luke is a big boy, dude. Don't worry about it. Luca's gonna handle it. Relax. Luca's gonna ball out and handle it. Relax, bro. And he ball out, but it wasn't enough. With that said, hey, I think the Clippers should be uh taking notes.
2: What do you say? Do you look of all the lower level seeds? I think that the best chance to do an upset would be with the Mavericks. For sure. I think that those guys have the best capability. I think that they're deeper than we give them credit for. Uh, but you can't be getting kicked out of the game like that if you're trying to win yeah, a chip, the right? third
1: quarter, your team is. I think they were either up or down at some point. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, and imagine that, that that he, they got kicked out. He got kicked out in like the beginning of the third quarter. You know how many points he scored? How many points the Mavericks as a unit scored in that third quarter? with Porzingis? Tell me. 13.
2: The whole quarter? Yep. So basically about a point a minute. Yep. Jeez. That's not great. That is not great. You're not. You're not gonna. You're not. Gonna, you're, not gonna, you're not gonna beat the Clippers like that.
1: Yeah, And The Clippers right now are more are as vulnerable as I've ever seen them. Yeah. Uh, Kawhi Leonard finally looked like he came back to life. Like this guy's. This guy's been playing. <laughs> I mean, not even just him, but the team's been playing a little. Like we, we talked about it last week, a little out of funk. Like almost like completely out of funk. Like these guys are just going through the motions. You know. You know they're having fun. It looks like they're having fun, but they're not. Not playing together as a unit. And they gotta be careful with these guys, bro. They have to be careful with them. You can't just come in and be like, "Oh yeah, we're we're gonna beat them because you know we're up there, we're number two or whatever." We're, we're, they're number two, right? They are number two. Yeah.
2: Don't don't you find it crazy that most top tier teams are getting upset right now?
1: Oh yeah.
4: Wait
2: within the bubble.
4: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Man. And what do you think about the fact that the Suns went eight and zero in the bubble and it still wasn't enough?
1: I mean, it's a shame, but hey, it was an experience and I know that they're not going to dwell upon it. Me and Devin Booker um, spoke a couple days ago and he's just happy to be able to come out and just show the world that, you know, the Phoenix Suns could win games. Just a couple things they got to fix, man. I don't think he leaves there, bro. I don't don't think think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they like the coach that they have, that young dude. Um, I can't remember his name, but... But... Yeah, man, that, that team that team is it is what it is. It's a small market team and Devin Booker will probably get a lot of money somewhere else and have a par- higher probability to win. But I think it's gonna take that Damian Lillard route, bro. You know, just stay and, and continue trying to build pieces around them.
2: I think so too. And uh so what if super tenfold hat here? But what about they don't get a young piece? One who I think would be a really great guy for that team, Draymond Green. Oh, but please don't don't find me (laughs) that's hilarious bro i think so that's
1: some good stuff
2: and uh monty williams by the way is a coach of the phoenix suns thank you ralph not a problem former coach of the pelicans as well with the with the young anthony davis young blood man so, no, uh, I like what the Phoenix Suns are doing. I, I, I like I like what they're doing a lot. They, they need to get upgraded. I'm happy for Devin Booker. He got that experience. He got to go back to, you know, home right, right after the bubble. He got to see his friend, Kendall Jenner. It was great. His friend. Yeah, they're all friends.
1: That's awesome.
4: Oh, absolutely.
1: So Clippers are up 1-0. Celtics are up on the 76ers 1-0. Not much to say there. That was a quiet game, right? I don't like, like we, Boston. Don't well, we like, haven't really heard much about that. I don't game, like Boston but... on Philly. I mean, granted, I'll, I'll talk about it because this is our, this is what we do now. We run podcasts and we're journalists and we're analysts. But um, let's talk about it, dude. With the one hundred nine to one hundred one lead, the Boston Celtics take a one zero lead on the Philadelphia 76ers. Granted, the Philadelphia 76ers do not have uh, their star. Their star and Ben Simmons, so, you know, yeah, I th- I think Boston takes this one easily.
2: So, what do you think happens to these guys if Boston wins the series in the first round against Philly?
1: I think that uh, you'll see some changes on the roster. um B and Ben Simmons aren't going anywhere, um, but I'm sure they'll get rid of other pieces that they really don't need.
2: But just say you do get rid of one of them, who are you? Who are you personally going with?
1: Um, I think, I don't know, if I want to win right now, I I stick with Embiid. If I want to win later, I I got Ben Simmons. I speak solely off of injuries. I mean, they're both very injury prone, but Joe Embiid's a big guy, bro. Big big band don't last that long in the NBA. It's the truth.
2: Man, straight up. I like Ben Simmons. I like his game. I like his attitude. I like the way he goes about things. I would, if I got to pick one, I'm building around Ben Simmons all day. In general? In general, absolutely. I think that, uh, you know, sure, fine. He can't shoot a jump shot. You know what? A lot, of, Bro, a lot of people can't. It's okay. but A lot
1: of people aren't in the NBA, though.
2: Even in the NBA, a lot of these guys cannot shoot a jump shot.
1: I don't know, man. I think if you're in the NBA, it's kind of like required. But whatever. I get it. You're right. Uh, I'm not so done Ben Simmons. I think you got to do a lot more to that basketball team to get paid all that money. But what is this about? They have faith in him. People have faith in him. You have faith in him. I I like him as a person. I like him outside of basketball.
2: Oh, no. I, I'm saying that I have faith in him between him and, and Embiid. Overall, I think that team's a mess.
1: That team is a super mess. I,
2: thi- I think that team is a star-studded mess. You know what I mean? Kind of like Cats, the movie. I don't know if you caught that. But uh, it wasn't great. Kind of scary, really. <laughs> I,
1: thought, I thought it was phenomenal. And I'm not talking about the movie Cats.
2: <laughs> Again, I don't know what you're talking about.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: but uh, talking about ballers, though, let's move on a little bit to uh, Fortnite. I know this is something that you play. You're a big fan. And uh, I, I don't necessarily care for it, but I am mind blown about what they've been doing with the concert series. Uh, especially Travis Scott. He wasn't the first one, but I would say that he was the biggest one.
1: Yeah, I mean, with other names like Diplo and that guy... Uh, Marshmallow. Marshmallow. And, you know, yeah, he's probably definitely one of the biggest artists to do it, especially right now, you know? Like, this guy's popping all over the place, releasing great albums, you know, just doing what he does, living life, bro, dating a Kardashian, bro. Or- Little
2: Stormy. He's Stormy's dad. But, but I mean, but, wow you have a you can't perform there's no venues open what do you do a a lot of people didn't know what to do what what does he does he creates his own concert
1: in a video game and what a concert was i attended it It it's phenomenal stuff got to see a meteor crashing into uh the land of the Fortnite, and it was honestly a pretty dope experience man it was it was very cool to to be a part of Fortnite. killed it with it um, and then that came with, of course, the skins and and uh, you know all that all that fun stuff that comes with.
2: And that. then the merchandise in real life too.
1: Yeah. So man. then
2: the hustle doesn't stop there. I think it's like okay, cool. We join Fortnite. We sell the skins. We have the merchandise going. Boom. And then more and and then more people that probably wouldn't care about Fortnite are being attracted to it. I myself, because I don't I don't necessarily care for it, but I see the appeal. And I just find it crazy that they found a way to really incorporate that, especially in this current climate.
1: Yeah, no, they're they're killing the game. Um, I mean, I've had Fortnite there for a little bit. I got into it as of recent because, uh, honestly, I was just playing a lot. I was playing Call of Duty Warzone way, way too much. And for those that know, when you play a, a match of Warzone, that's a commitment. That's like a 30-minute commitment. Minimum 30 minutes. If you're trying to win, you're gonna be playing that game for 30 minutes to 40 minutes, bro. That's a long piece of your day.
2: Just one game?
1: Just one game, just one war zone. That's crazy. That's wild. So um, I guess what I was trying to say is that in the process of playing that game so often with so many friends I have it, I got super over, it. I got super tired. So and I and you stress out, bro. You don't play that game comfortable. You play that game leaned up on your chair and just like bent over while well, you're sitting down and just staring at the the, the the TV screen. So, dude, it's very stressful. With Fortnite, though, Fortnite, everything's animated. It looks like you're in a comic book. You get to build these crazy structures, bro. You get to yeah, see how other yeah, people man, maneuver. I've,
2: wa- I've watched you play both games. Call of Duty, you're there like, ah, oh, it's so realistic. It looks so...
1: It's so stressful. It's yeah, so go stre- through the wall, Go through the hall, uh, babe. Uh.
2: And it looks so realistic. You're like, yo, like, is this footage? Is this a game? What are we doing? As we're... When I see you play Fortnite, you're there
1: like you're... I'm just having a good time, You look bro. like you're having a ball. Playing, listening to some music, my feet are up, you know, like just just pure, pure, you know, pure happiness, bro. It's a cool game. It's a very fun game. It's a very light game. Like, you know, it's not too heavy on the soul or visually. It's just, it's a nice little aesthetic that it has, that it's just like you walk in and it's this virtual land. I mean, our video games have virtual lands, but in a sense that it's like a really like, animated style land like a comic book style land you know
2: i definitely thought that the legend of zelda was based on real no oh, like, for sure for sure i thought so but no i i totally hear you on that about Fortnite. like like i said i don't necessarily play but i'm very impressed by what it is uh and what do you think uh is there any artists that you would like to see them perform on there that like you think would do a great job
1: Could okay, Cuddy travis scott release an album on Fortnite? that's all i'm saying let's do it come on sign a petition kid cottage Tr-
2: Travis Scott hey well they, they started off with the song let's see what happens. that's
1: what I'm saying and they've already have they had a song before that that they were on together off of Travis Scott's album so they have like three they have like three tracks together they have really I don't know. yeah what do you yeah dude Travis Scott jumped on Kid Cudi's uh on his latest album I think it was passion demon slain or passion loving and demon slain um and the name of the song is Drumroll Please Baptizing the Fire featuring Travis Scott. That's right, baptizing the fire. I wow, that totally set my mind. Yeah. And then on the on Travis Scott's new album, he also came out with this song, Good Cudi. I can't remember it. It was either Stop Trying to Be God. Ah, I can't remember. It. But another excellent song. Those guys, when they link up together, it's very cool. Um and and the hour, Scott looked up to Kid Cuddy for a very long time, just like a lot of us did growing up. Well,
2: that's where the Scott and Travis Scott came from. Yep, and that's crazy to tell, like be a fan of somebody like that and then perform with them, and make music with them, and then yeah, potentially make an album. I don't know who I think would do a great job on Fortnite. The Gorillas. Oh, for sure. I think those guys would kill it. If you don't know who they are, uh, pause this podcast right now. Search, search, them up. You will not regret it. And then don't forget to come back over here.
1: The gorillas with the Z at the end, of course, Ryle's favorite. My
2: favorite. I love Z's at the end. But no, gorillas. I think would do phenomenal on Fortnite. And, and then think about it. Even on a merchandising scale, there's so many different skins. There's so many ways that you could go about that. So Fortnite, get it done.
1: Yeah, they're doing a great job. If only Apple had our same views.
2: Uh, for those who don't know. Uh, Apple had taken down Fortnite off about a billion devices off the Apple Play, off the Apple App Store, and the Google Play Store as well. Why is that, you ask? Because Fortnite decided to start selling their products basically, the skins and all that in game purchases instead of through the App Store. Well, go on, go on. I'm sorry, which the App Store charges about 30% of the sale price from the games. So they decided to streamline that process instead and just do, do it straight from game to consumer. Right. Apple didn't appreciate that or Google play. So now uh, they are in a very public heated battle about this. And
1: uh, what do you think about that, Jay? Um, I want to, um, I don't know. Um, I think that, well, first and foremost, that the system that they've had with the V-Bucks and adding money to get v bucks v bucks is like your your dollars that you use on fortnite to buy skins and get battle passes and whatnot and there's certain challenges that you could do that get you v bucks so the more time that you play this game the higher the ability is to get these v bucks and then from that you make your insta purchases um which i guess is a loophole because it's they're paying money not directly for an item they're paying money for a like a fake currency that the game has which is pretty crazy if you really think about it but They've been they've had that for a very long time. So it's not I, I'm very like confused why Fortnite. I mean why Fortnite, why Apple out of nowhere would be like, oh, they're violating this. When they've always had that. They've always had that for as long as I can remember. Um and yeah, I, I don't I don't think that Apple's in the right or the wrong. You know, ultimately it's their decision, but you know, like I think it's kind of stupid that they're just here like, yeah we're not going to put you on there anymore because we're not making enough money off of you, which granted I'm sure they still are making a pretty good amount of money off of an app that's being used so much. Right. Wouldn't you think? I think that
2: these guys are used to making so much more money. They, I'm sure that they think that their platform is the biggest platform available for, for any game to come out. But I think that Fortnite had a pretty organic rise through it all. And maybe that Apple is overselling the value that they had for that specific game. But but for most games, I'm sure that they do come up through Google Play and the Apple, uh, platform. But uh, Fortnite, I think, kinda exceeded those expectations and those limits. I think Fortnite has come on to a, something of its own, and I think that Apple's
1: upset by that. And then Fortnite opened up its own app store,
2: <laughs> the Fortnite app store. You find your skins, wins, and everything included. But, do, you th- uh,
1: do you think that apple might be uh, intimidated you think that's uh, might absolutely
2: i think that's a great way to put that yeah i, I think think they're intimidated by by what fortnite's doing bro fortnite is exceeding the gaming realm come on to go back to the concerts come on. who does
1: that has anybody ever done that
2: i not that i know of
1: and also look aside from concerts i remember the event that i um was also a part of that was that showed um um a sneak a uh, sneak piece of um a sneak preview of the latest star wars movie that came out which was also with um who was the director Rawa? that was jj J. abrams so jj J. abrams had his own little skin In and, yeah. and yeah it was an event it was like jj abrams had a skin an hour or, or he had his character that's cool he had a character that came in and he was like yo What's up guys whatever and it was just talking to the people that were there and then on the game solely on the game not like you download it no yeah. on the game they yeah. sh- they played the clip of uh of the movie obviously this was a couple months before it came out so it was super hyped and then the game included I mean you see me when I fall into when I go to fall into the land and my parachute comes up it's the that Tie Fighter, yeah. You know, so they got they started, you know, and then they got lightsabers involved. Like, bro, these, yeah, guys the are, games, these guys the are these guys are marketable uh, AF. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and
2: that's why everything, not even just come on, bro. They
1: had a John Wick skin. Yeah, dude, in there they have Marvel too, dude. Those guys are doing it right, and you know a lot of people hit uh, on Fortnite, and I I used to hit a lot on it too. But as far as like. From a marketing aspect and from, you know, just like not being one dimensional, like just being having all these other moving pieces. It's something really cool to watch, man. It's something really cool to be a part of. And why wouldn't you want to be a part of something like that in the, in a time like this?
2: I can't understand why. And I, and what I wonder is, are people taking cues from this? Are they learning from this? Oh, like, I'm
1: sure that there, there has to be.
2: There has to be. There Come there on. Think there. about
1: it. like. You, and, Th- these guys are making it happen. And granted, that battle royale games is something that's a uh, it's relatively new. PUBG has been around for a while, but now you you see you uh Apex. Shout out to Apex. No one plays Apex, but I love Apex. You have Apex. You have Call of Duty. You have PUBG. It's you have the Fortnite. Trend, sure. Yeah, it's, it's trending. It's, it's, it's
2: super the trend right now.
1: It's super, super trend. Do you think
2: that it's a sustainable trend? Do you think that's gonna stay like Uh, this forever?
1: Yeah. I think a battle royale concept is very cool. It's it's uh it's very realistic for some games. I know there's a lot more games that are battle royales that are out there. I I talked to my friend Cerna about one that's on PC, which is like Call of Duty, but it's like you get shot in the leg and you can like you start limping and all this crazy stuff, you know. So yeah, I think that battle royales will only get um better definitely and especially if you then you, you um incorporate uh vr into this and now you're just like surviving with like your oh crew God. fortnite and your... vr imagine yeah. what that would be like how do you build that'd be crazy
2: how many things do you think that like, you'll crash into in your room
1: Oh, dude you'd have to have a whole like 10 by 10 area of 100 square feet i learned that today did you know that 10 by 10 means 100 square feet
2: i didn't know that and, I, and for those that didn't know that either, you're welcome. No, well, look at that.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> a 10 by 10 room that's ju- just to play virtual reality.
1: What do you that's call crazy. two people that are fighting or, or that are having, yeah, that are fighting in the sauna, that are having like a, um, like are arguing in the sauna.
2: What do you say that? It's a heated argument.
1: It's a heated debate.
2: It's a heated debate.
1: There it is. <laughs> the sound of moisture
2: the sound of the sound of moisture that's, but,
1: a, that's actually our producer just messing with us dude are you gonna stop that or are you gonna just dude i'm trying to talk and you're not letting me oh my god dude this guy is super annoying joseph get out of here jo- for, for, for those that don't follow us on social media joseph is uh a skeleton that uh <laughs> That we found in my garage or we were looking for costumes to incorporate now, according to Spooky Season and also a little bit before to uh, throw on to the show for our, our, for certain uh, segments. But we came across this dude, very cool, made him our executive producer. He's looking at me right now and he's winking at me, but he's a hell of a guy.
2: We're definitely fans of his. And uh, he's a fan of the show. And, well, he's going to be a fan of this show for this life and many more, I think.
1: Well, oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, for sure
2: absolutely but uh but to go back to Travis Scott man and spooky what do you i i think that's a word to uh, f- for for his sound what do you say it's a little spooky at times
1: definitely bro i think the intro to 90210 is a uh, super uh dun, 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 dun. yeah it's like super like creepy it's very spooky and, I, I want to sigh blah blah
2: blah, blah. Mm-hmm.
3: and
2: would you so this article on GQ that I uh, told you about earlier today, uh, so the heading for that is "He's the new, f- uh, he's the face of a generation." Yeah. What do you think about that?
1: Oh man, I think it's so messed up. <laughs> I think it's kind of messed up. Why is it? Because I don't think this guy's a perfect role model either. I think that that he makes extraordinary music, and you know, he kind of has that kid cutty effect to it, where he's very relatable, and he speaks about certain um certain experiences and anxiety and depression to a certain level. But this guy's also a rager, ladies and gentlemen, this guy's not, this guy's not just a perfect little, you know, goody, goody two shoe. This guy's a uh, pretty, not hardcore, but this guy's, this guy, you know, you know what I mean? I don't want to just say it, but I, uh, you know, little...
2: I, bro, we're here saying opinions. We're not, we're not fact checkers on this guy's life. I think he's super hardcore. I, th- I, I, I think this guy's out of his world, astro world if you will. Exactly. But
1: uh but he appeals to the younger crowd, bro.
2: I mean, look, like I don't think any rapper is like, yeah, I'm like my sole intention here is to become a role model. But uh I but I think he is a role model in some senses. He like he he's pretty self he's as self-made as it gets, I think. Um he went to school and then he dropped out of school. After two years, because he realized this isn't what I want to do with his parents giving him a hand to, like, fund his school. So then what does this guy do? He grabs that money, and he goes to New York with, with the money for school. How upset were his parents, Adam, you ask? They didn't they didn't speak to him for months. Wow. Yeah, they cut him off financially, and then he just started sleeping on people. So then he has to move back to Houston because it didn't work out in New York, sleeping on people's couches until finally he gets. He kept annoying a bunch of producers that worked for Kanye and stuff, and then they 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 liked what he was doing, and then he started producing and writing at, at, at around 2011 on a professional level. 2015, you have Rodeo, his debut album coming out that that came out, and uh, I don't think he ever looks back from there, huh? Mm-hmm. I agree. That's crazy. And then you have things like Astro World, and then you have things like his Cactus Jack label, and all that. And then I think that he's a mark. I think he's a marketing genius. Did you know that he even has his own Nerf gun?
1: I've heard. I've heard something about that. Yeah,
2: Travis Scott has his own Nerf gun, bro. That this guy's out here doing virtual concerts and Nerf guns. I'm supremely impressed. Where
1: I see that he's most relatable has to come with how he's he consistently. Uh, he consistently um just even after like shows were like 10 people 20 people and there there was that was a, a wow like years where he wasn't getting support he wasn't getting love and then you know he finally got a, he got a little a connection with uh,
2: I actually saw him at one of those 10, 10 20 people shows well yeah. i was probably 50 at a koyo taco i want to say this was about circa
1: 2014. Yeah. Like, 20, like right like before. A, that was a block party, right? For. Uh, yeah. For. our uh, uh, basil For Basel. For the Basel. right?
2: That. with With uh, Diplo, Diplo there too. Diplo and
1: Friends. Yeah.
2: Diplo and Friends, which Diplo was another concert on uh Fortnite. Yes. I, I actually caught that one. And it's. That was a little strange to me because like I've seen Diplo live multiple times. So to see him virtually too, I was like, oh, wow. Like you could do so much with that. You could do so much with that. Just creating these worlds and and these vibes. And I'm I'm just so impressed by by how immersive that they made that. And and then you brought up virtual reality. Imagine that you don't have to leave your house to go to the most incredible concert you've ever been to.
1: I'll throw up. I'll (laughs) throw up. Yeah, for sure. That sounds insane.
4: Virtual reality kind of scares me, if I'm being honest with you. That like I've been so intrigued by it, but I've never wanted to actually try it out before. Cause I feel that if I get into it, that's it. I'm just it's yeah, all you get hooked. It's all over for me. I'm gonna I'm that's it. Real life, forget about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna get pasty, and I'm not I'm not gonna have any tan or anything. Uh, and Pringles will become my new best friend,
3: bro. Don't act like Pringles aren't already your best friend. You love Pringles. We're,
4: we're associated. We hang out at times, but uh, we we just can't hang out the way that we used to anymore.
3: What is it that makes them so good?
4: I don't know. Salt.
3: Pringles or Lay's chips? Pringles. Pringles or Cape Cod chips? Cape Cod. Um, Kettle chips are the best. Yeah, uh, kettle chips are very good.
4: Uh, do you like Sun Chips?
3: I do like Sun Chips. I
4: want to get into those, but uh, it's just not for me.
3: The Harvest Garden ones are good. Yeah, they're very good. They're very yeah. Good. The red ones are a little picante. I like, you know, if you know me, you know that I like the, the picantes. Yes, we, we are definitely fans of the picantes
4: over here. Hot sauces. That's all started because of hot ones. I don't know if you guys uh, out there know know what that is. But it's basically a show on YouTube where they do interviews while eating 10 different wings of varying um,
3: heat. Yeah, basically. great stuff. Great show. Uh, we love watching it. Definitely a source of inspiration for us to... Uh, Interviewing people and doing what we've done this last uh, crazy month and almost a month and a half now that we've been doing this and where it's been a great journey every step of the way. Absolutely, every
4: step of the way. You know, we hit a couple of speed bumps here and there, but uh, we're in full stride, for sure. And man, I don't know what is what. Do you, what, What's some? What's something more outrageous that like you want to try it on the podcast here when like we do have?
3: Well, on? for sure, I'd love to take one out of uh, the hot ones book or you know take a page out of that book for sure with um doing something with food you know maybe like a food competition i don't know just eating wings on doing an interview obviously that is as- something So something that i would like to do is yeah. maybe
4: like we get foods from all over the world you know what i mean yeah like one boom we get sushi one but we get pasta but like you know like actual sushi and pasta you know what i mean not your
3: gas station sushi Man, that's crazy. People say gas stations sushi all the time, and I've never gotten gas mm-hmm. station sushi. Let alone have I seen sushi at gas stations. I've seen
4: sushi at gas stations a couple times. One where I've seen a lot of sushi at that I went that I'm like, uh, I like drug stores, I like pharmacy stores, like CVS and stuff, like that type
3: of stuff. Yeah, I bro, that's crazy. I don't want to buy my sushi at the same place I get my medicine. That's weird. That's super true. Shout out to Publix for stepping up their sushi game, brother. Their sushi is actually not that bad.
4: It's not bad at all. And hey, $5 Wednesdays.
3: Affordable, ladies and gentlemen. We're here to try to save you some money. So listen to us. <laughs> so that way we can make some money. It's all everyone <laughs> together. Man. What's on your mind, Raul?
4: What's on my mind? So, um, what's on my mind?
3: That's what I asked you.
4: To be honest with you, what's on my mind is doing a good job on this pod, on the show. That's what's on my mind. But also, I'm I'm intrigued by, by movies are starting to start filming again. Out in London, out in New Zealand, they actually they actually just started um Avatar 2. They started filming again in New Zealand. And then out Marvel started filming again in in Pinewood Studios and right outside of London. And I'm thinking, man what if one person gets sick throughout all these protocols would it shut down the whole thing
3: um no I think they'd have to everybody would have to get tested I think Rob Lowe had mentioned this on on the interview or the podcast that he did with Joe rogan where it's basically if someone gets hit with it they take out the necessary precautions but they're gonna try to do everything to uh keep the 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 game moving in the right direction absolutely but what what I'm thinking is man like how
4: how careful could these protocols be okay cool you get one person sick and then great well not cool but you know what i mean um and then you're there continuing that and then you replace people but now your main actor gets sick or something that'll stop the whole production again and then at that point your budget goes up so what i'm thinking is all right cool disney could afford that whatever but imagine like you're just like like you're just trying to make a a new film or even like a smaller studio trying to make a film it's very it i think it's going to be very interesting to see how how these lower tier studios adapt to that? Because think about it, Disney could barely afford to like stop filming. We talked about that last week. Yeah. So now think, a company that's not that big, or or imagine if you and me were making a movie and then we had to stop everything because someone filled a COVID test. That would suck. That would super not be great. And I just I don't I don't know like I. I really been thinking about this all day. Like, how do you? How does that work? And then, music videos too. Look at uh, "WAP" by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. That video cost over a hundred thousand to make because of COVID protocols. Wow! And that's a what five minute music video? In in the
3: in their own homes.
4: Yeah. So, think about like studios and all that. And I don't understand how. How like you do that? But with that said, I'm very thankful that these movies are back into filming. I'm very excited for for, for the new Avatar movies. I mean, it's been a while since the last one. What, we're 11 years now and counting? And And we're not
3: talking about Avatar The Last Airbender, ladies and gentlemen.
4: But that is going on Netflix with a live-action adaption. Unfortunately, the uh, original creators did leave due to creative differences. What Like, I don't get that. So you bring the creators on of a show to help make a lot, uh, an adaption of that show, but they leave due to creative differences. So is it, I, I just don't understand how you get a more clear version of a show than the creators of the original show.
3: Well, that show wasn't perfect, and I'm pretty sure that Netflix is trying to create a little bit more of, a, not adult friendly, but how do I say this? Mature? Not, yeah, exactly. Um, Avatar The Last Airbender on, on Nickelodeon was a hell of a show um but still even with that being said it was very childish at times there was some very there were some episodes that were very like hardcore you know like the blood-bending one i'm, I'm i just finished watching them that was crazy so, uh, a witch that can control the, uh, the the water that can bend water but ultimately um learn to control blood yeah
4: yeah so that way they, she could control people and yeah that's because there's
3: oxygen there too guys in case you didn't know
4: and love and love and love but yeah you're absolutely right i think that they do need to do a more mature take on it but i don't know i just i see why a lot of fans are losing faith in the adaption because you never want to have created differences like that i think when you have especially when when you make all that effort to get the original creators on but i trust netflix i think that those guys know what they're doing
3: you're going to kill it, bro. they are going to do a great job. I mean, like, great. hey,
4: I'm saying all this, but I'm still going to watch it. Yep. There's a lot of us. I'm still going to watch it. Is there any other show from your childhood that you think Netflix should tackle next?
3: Hmm. Maybe Dragon Tales for sure. Man, you know what? Dragon Tales Dragon, Dragon Tales, Dragon Tales.
4: Take my hand. Uh, we'll go to Dragon Land. That was a
3: good one for sure. Um, Rocket Power was a, oh, a really fun show that I liked um, from Nickelodeon. I also liked Ed, Ed and Eddie. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be very Almost cool. Almost all the shows that I watch. I, um,
4: I would like to see a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on Netflix. Or sure.
3: a rated R animated version of uh, Teen Titans, like the one from Cartoon Network. That'd be super dope. Super, super, super well, cool.
4: Have, have uh, you seen the live action show?
3: No, I haven't. On
4: DC Universe? Oh, well, that's that's pretty rated R, bro. It's it's uh, it's it's uh, definitely tough, man. You're rated R. Oh, <laughs> not on this show. Uh. <laughs> But uh, there, there, there is actually a comic book crossover right uh, going on right now that I'm a big fan of. It's uh, Power Rangers meet Teenage Ninja Turtles. Nice. Netflix should make that,
3: man. That's what I'm talking about.
4: Uh, they they recently made an adaptation of Transformers, and it's called Transformers Salvation, and uh, it's gnarly. It's very radical, and it's very mature for sure. And this one, Bumblebee isn't actually um, an Autobot. He's more like a like an independent who's going who's like choosing a side to through it all. And uh, it's a very interesting take on that Uh, because, you know, we normally know Bumblebee as, you know, like the, you know, like the runt of the squad, if you will, like junior, you know what I'm saying? So, so like to see him as more of a, how do I say More of a mercenary type character was very interesting. And uh, that brings me to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think Netflix could kill it with that. Um, And also I like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and, there's not a good there's not a lot of good adaptions I think uh, uh and pa- power Rangers I think power Rangers is a great great uh franchise that if done mature I think I think that you could get a bunch of people who were fans when they were younger make them fans now and then you know call it the Star Wars effect you know what I'm saying just lifelong fans
3: that's what it's all about man that's that's how you uh, solidify an empire
4: <laughs> what was that pun intended That's not what I did there I super saw the f- and it wasn't forced.
1: So, obviously, guys, um, there was an Adam Sandler filter for the last uh 15 minutes because we sounded pretty ridiculous, but we hope you enjoyed it. We definitely got a good laugh out of it, let alone that we have no idea what happened. But we hope you enjoyed it. I think it sounded hilarious, personally. And you know what? I like Adam Sandler, so it I, love that I love that. Come guy. on, we could have
2: sounded like Porky Pig.
1: I love her too. So, Raúl, let's uh let's uh bring it home and uh All let's right. let's talk about uh COVID, brother. Take it away. All right. So let's tie
2: this up. You know, uh, COVID is still happening. It still exists. It's still lurking. Eat your wheaties. Build your take your vitamins and build your immune systems, guys. So uh, here are some numbers to update you on. Uh, as of Tuesday on the Florida's Department of Health page, uh, there were three thousand eight hundred thirty-eight additional cases, which I it's definitely progress. Come on, a couple not even 2 weeks ago we we're hitting 12,000 uh i just hope that these are as accurate as possible uh but unfortunately we cannot say that there is a decline in the death rate as well uh, to get a little bit more serious about things um we are still pushing more than 200 a day and we are nearing uh 10,000 at a total of 9,758 so that uh that's that's pretty alarming to me that uh that the numbers are the cases are falling, but the deaths are continuing at the same rate, uh, and, and by big windows at that point. Uh, but you know, uh, maybe uh, it's just a curve on that. I would like to think so, but, uh, I think it's, I think it shows more about where we are, uh, as a society within our state, I guess, because those, those numbers, I hope don't lie. And, if they don't i think that says i i think it means that we got to do a better job personally i think it means that somebody's not wearing their mask and i see it often i'm sure jonathan sees it too off that you know we need to go to the grocery store or something and then there's always that one person who just is not having it with the mask what about my rights what about my freedoms and,
1: uh, yeah, man, I think wearing a mask should be a common courtesy at this point, you know, like we we hear stories about countries all around the world that if you just feel bad or you have a a, a small fever, you know, you might have like a symptoms of the flu and, you know, but you're still able to go to work and you want to go do do you run your errands, you put on, they'll, they'll put on masks and do it and in common courtesy. And we we agree with that, man. We think that especially now with what's going on with COVID guys just you know just wear your mask man wash your hands just you know be do it not just for you but for the people around you
2: just wear your mask come on guys we have gone through so many different fashion trends that, that are much more r- ridiculous than wearing a mask and they were pointless yeah remember capris capris yeah or Jordans, um baggy shirts how baggy were your shorts? how baggy were your shirts
1: they were a little baggy for some time. I mean, I still like wearing baggy short shirts, but not like how they're that excessive like XL XL from back in the day.
2: Double XLs were were, were the best, especially when I was a small.
1: And even with that, your 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 the shorts that you would that you would wear would still hit the ground. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but so with that said, it what's the problem, man? Wear your mask. Come on. You got two you got 200 people dying a day and that's just the state of Florida. That's, that's not great. And yes, I get it. People, people like to throw us that's oh, but obesity kills more people. Yeah. Obesity does kill more people for sure. But that doesn't mean that this doesn't exist.
1: Yeah, man. Like what, what's the point of that argument there? Oh yeah. Well this kills more than that. Well, yeah, no, you shouldn't be doing that either. You know what I'm saying? Like, will oh, cigarettes kill you oh well, yeah you shouldn't be smoking either like like what where's what argument are you having here there's not even an argument let them know that we should be having an argument guys wear your mask uh, um from the reports that are coming out it says it shows that we're flattening the curve little by little the deaths are still at the same rate and i'm we're i'm hopeful with raul that they, they continue to go down hopefully they start going down but hey at least the cases are going down and maybe it's a step in the right direction we see a couple companies out there finally looking for vaccines um or, or getting into certain stages shout out to russia just kidding don't cancel us but you know they're they're how they're every everybody's playing their part man and we got to do the same thing too for for ourselves for the people around us and and also bro for the workers for the the frontline defense the nurses the doctors the ones that are dealing with this bro like come on we gotta do it for them they're tired i'm sure they're tired three months Nonstop work, uh, open to close or whatever, you know, like overnight, all that crazy stuff, bro. Those guys need a little bit of help and some rest. Ab- absolutely, a little nap. Absolutely, and then
2: the disrespect that they must feel. They go, they risk their lives every day, at their health, their lives, and and you know, probably their family's lives too. And then, and then, just say they go on social media because everybody has social media at this point. And what? And what's the first thing they see? A wild house party going on. Like wow, I feel like I I would be questioning what I'm doing at that point. Like I'm here sacrificing everything for what?
1: For what? These
2: guys to not even respect
1: the sacrifice to come out and party to come out and party, and yet and you still can't wear your mask. Guys, there's a time and place for everything. Um, you know, if it's safe and you're and you're practicing safe measures to go out, you know, it's like to the beach or some restaurants. Just Uh, abide by the rules that that we have to abide by right now yeah you know don't make it don't make a big deal out of it and and you know just just keep keep up with what's going on you know we do this once a week so there's a lot that goes on within the week that we that we can't cover so just you know do your own research and inform yourself we think that's very very important over here
2: absolutely and by inform yourself it doesn't mean read the headline and ignore the rest.
1: Read the whole article, please, ladies and gentlemen.
2: And if you find something that calls your attention, find another one that backs up that because, because maybe it's not accurate, unfortunately. And if you want to do like any of that, the, that,
1: just go listen to KR. KR Podcast, guys. Check them out. KR Radio Station, all of it. Hey, oh, oh. They're
2: great. They also got a great music channel as well, How the Turntables.
1: Check awesome that out. stuff. It's cute, The sound effect. Ladies and gentlemen boys and girls this is our show this is knowledge
2: nonsense and reasoning on slam radio
1: we hope you guys enjoyed it um and to the person that's coming up after us may you enjoy their show and so on and, and us, so forth and everybody Once again, guys, this is Knowledge, Nonsense, and Reasoning. Slam Radio Edition. Channel One Forty
2: Five. Just in case you weren't sure what channel you're listening to. Thank you, guys. Have a great night.
1: Get to the chopper.
0: The views and opinions expressed on Knowledge, Nonsense, and Reasoning are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.